The following podcast contains mature language and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. That is awesome. And I want to just tell our listeners, if anybody's actually listening to this podcast, please message, tweet us at Rolled Spine. I want to know what the weirdest things are you've taken into movie theaters or have observed taken in movie theaters. Thank I, you. Okay. I've seen someone I've seen someone whip out a, a large pizza from Pizza Hut. <laughs> Get out of here, dude. A, a large swear, pizza. You know, Wait, was this in the 90s where they were in like Jinko no, jeans or something? All right, hey everybody! Welcome to Marvel Superheroes Podcast. I'm Miguel Machine. With me is Mr. Fix It, and we're going to talk to you about Thor: Love and Thunder, the fourth installment of uh, Chris Hemsworth Thor anthology, or whatever. I don't know what the hell they call it. These hands were once used for battle. Now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am. I want to choose my own path, live in the moment. My superheroing days are over. You ever feel lost? Just look into the eyes of the people that you love. Not me. What? Just listening. Okay, well, hold on. I got a quick question for you, Matt. Yeah, go for so, it. Ask me. So, be, so before we were going to podcast, I was ri- driving around, running errands, and mm-hmm. listening to some music, and Led yeah. Zeppelin, I hit the, the greatest hit. So, I now realize that all of Zeppelin is now four adjacent to me. Anything I listen to, I immediately think of four. And so, as I'm listening to this, I, I was curious, what did Robert Plant mean by, I want to be your backdoor man? Is it <sighs> I tell you what, man. In? Hold on. Does he want to sneak in at night and hook up with you? Yes, that's my go, theory. Or does he want to go down and dirty? He w- no, I think, that's, I think you're thinking of brown eyed girl. Um, so I was just wondering, okay, so Love and Rock, or Love and, Love and Thunder. This movie is based on the Jason Aaron run loosely, Which right? Yeah, Which that. you read, right? I, you were a fan of the Jason Aaron stuff, right? If I remember correctly, I remember you talking yeah. it up pretty big, right? Now, that was, it was like, it was like years, right? Didn't he, how long did he write? Oh, for? yeah, it was a while back. Uh, actually, uh, funny note on that, that was the first digital comic I was downloading because when you would buy the book, you'd get the little digital code and I still have like almost the entire run. And I remember that was where I got introduced to Jason Aaron. Like that was a damn, I remember 
never rejoined it a lot. It's been a long time since I read it. I want to say it came out like six years ago, maybe? Yeah, it says, okay, so according to Marvel.com, uh, his complete Thor saga is seven years worth of stories, which includes Thor, God of Thunder, Unworthy Thor, Jane Foster as the Mighty Thor, and War of the Realms. Okay. Um, the War of the Realms is the only thing I didn't read. Okay, it looks like it went from like 12 to 18 or 12 to 19 or something. Sounds about right. Looks, uh, yeah, that sounds, looks about right. Um, okay, so you were a big so fan take- of that. So, so you were familiar with Gore, the God yes. Killer? God Slayer? God, oh, man. God I'm, Butcher. God Butcher. Goodness Butcher. gracious, I already screwed up the fucking name. Um, so you were familiar with Gore, right? Was the Gore uh, God Butcher stuff, is that one of the highlights of the run, or, or did you like another well, chunk of stuff um, better? That was like, I, I want to believe, I believe that's like the beginning, the first part of the run. Okay. Because um, after that, he becomes the unworthy one, unworthy Thor. And Jane Foster's running around as Thor, mighty Thor. Um, and the, and the, honestly, the book, trying to think back, I think it starts pretty faithfully. The movie pretty much, I mean, the look different, of course. Thor looks more alien in the in the book, but it's pretty faithful from what I can remember the beginning. Um, the only real big difference I remember is the time jump, because in the book, Thor has had encountered Gore a long time ago and barely survived. And then we went to present time Thor, and then it would go to, like, future Thor, and they were kind of bouncing around. But I knew they wouldn't put that in the movie. That was just too much. Yeah, he kind of looks like what's his, in, uh, in the comics, just looking at a, a picture of it, he looks like what's his name from Harry Potter. Oh. What's the bad guy's name in Harry Potter? Oh, uh, he who we do not speak of. Fucking Mordor or whatever. Hey, what's the bad guy's name? What's the bad guy's Voldemort. name? Is it Sauron? No. Oh, gee. Oh, Voldemort. That's Voldemort. right. You're right. Yeah, he looks like Voldemort in the in the comics. Just looking at, yeah. I'm looking. There's like a page on this thing. That's what it looks like. Um, I would say yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, I think his look in the movie, I don't know. He kind of reminds me of like, especially after he gets corrupted by the Necrosword or whatever. He looks yeah. like Mumra to me, honestly. But with the with the but, caped uh, the cowl on and everything. But well, it was, yeah. the funny thing is, before you called or text me earlier to say, hey man, let's record on it. I was listening to some little like uh, little snippets of Did You Know, and apparently in the movie, remember how he's all scarred up? Yeah. They took out there's certain scenes that are missing or cutscenes, and one of them is where he's removing all those religious symbols that are painted on him in the beginning, where he's like tearing them off his flesh. That's a good point. We should talk about that later, definitely. Um, I yeah, I, heard, I read. I don't know, you know, it could be Taika Waititi's uh, an eccentric fellow. So yeah, I heard yeah. something that there was. A, this is actually a four hour long movie, and they cut two hours of it out for the because the theatrical cut just comes under two hours. So I, I could see uh, that. I hope they do the. Pool, I mean, so I'm curious. Release. What are the yeah? What are the other two hours? Is it all gore? Like I, I'm I'm curious. Uh, okay, so here I'm gonna, I'm gonna do I'm gonna read the Wikipedia plot, and as we go through okay. this, let's talk about these because the the it's a pretty good summary for a movie that just came out. All right, so it says uh, after the death of his daughter Love and his pleas for help are ignored by his god Rapu, Gore the God Butcher is called to the god is called to the god killing weapon the Necrosword and uses it to kill Rapu, vowing to kill all gods. I thought that scene was awesome. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that scene. I love when he when he cut the dude's throat open and there's just like the gold is pouring out of him and I was like oh that's so rad uh, well no dude, I, the, the way the, the way the god was just mocking him and like I'll just get more followers dude it was such an asshole and I, dude Christian Bale is an amazing actor I saw the pain in his eyes when he's like yeah they did a, a really good job of, of showing you that like no these these are quote unquote gods but they're like actually fucking douchebags right yeah. like like not even like the smallest you know inkling of remorse really really good huge fan uh, of, of the way they, they opened up with gore and all that stuff and, and really like the way he was like huddling with his daughter and all the stuff in the beginning that was all fantastic um, okay so from there yeah go ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead so I was gonna say from there we cut to, to Thor and the Guardians so did you have anything else that you want to say there well, no, and I just real quick I just want to have a quick question for you what mm-hmm. was the makeup of your theater like the crowd dude I don't know um, okay oh, really? so we, yeah we can talk about actually you know we can talk about our, our how we saw it right so uh, so 
where'd you see that? I saw it at a local theater. Just at a local like theater. Nine o'clock, yeah, nine o'clock at night. Yeah, so so we saw an eight thirty showing, and we were sitting right up front. So I honestly couldn't see. You know the way they do the stadium seating now? There's basically a wall between each section, right? Like people can oh, fuck yeah. around on their phones, and you can't even like see their phone. You can't even see their hands because they have to have so much room for the recliners to recline backwards. It's like, it's like the capacity is half of what it used to be in some of these theaters. Uh, so and we saw it in three D. Um, How was it? But it was like a, it was a smaller 3D. So it wasn't oh, like yeah. the big theater. It was one of the small. It was fine. Yeah, I thought it was okay, but I don't think I needed 3D. Whereas like like with Black Widow, that final scene, if you saw it without 3D and with 3D, I think they're like two totally different scenes. Um, I don't think there was really much in this movie. Like it wasn't bad 3D. And honestly, I kind of forgot it was in 3D at times, which I guess is okay. Uh, so I, I would say it's fine. I don't think you needed to see it 3D. I don't think you missed anything. Okay. Um, but no, my, my uh, old Miss Mac here, we were freaking joking about stopping for some margaritas or something before the movie. Instead, Homegirl stops at Total Wine and Spirits and buys a four-pack of those like little wines in bottles, yeah. and she just threw them in her purse. So we drank uh, we drank glasses of wine <laughs> during the oh, wow. movie. It's hilarious. Usually we sneak like a bottle of water in, right? Uh, and this time we went to. In- instead, she forgot the bottle of water. We had to pay $9 for a bottle of water, but whatever. So, so you, you ghetto-fied your theater? Oh, 100%. 100%. Wow. And I'm, I'm tell you what. I'll tell you what. We're going to fucking do it again. You hear me? We're going to do it again. Uh, you can't stop me. Uh, but no, I will. What we did get, though, is we got the cool. Um, so they, we were going to get popcorn, right? And like the small was too small. The large was too large. But they had the uh, the giveaway, not the giveaway, but the special commemorative Thor Love and Thunder a popcorn bucket. And it's badass, yeah. dude. It's awesome. I'm like, dude, we will use that at home. So we paid a little extra to get the Thor Love and Thunder popcorn bucket. Uh, I mean, it, cool. it was it's all it's all like embossed, like, you know, uh, Stormbreakers on it. And it's like 3D when you touch it and everything. Really, really cool piece. Like I was I was surprised how good it was. So we picked that up. Anyway, that was my experience. Uh, other so than that, two, two, two things. Then I'll yeah. have to go. I'll have to go to that theater and give me one because I have collected almost every Marvel Cup we've ever gone to see a movie. I have them all still. From like when we went to go see Cap, uh, all the Cap movies. I have a Thor one. I have the. I went with Fryhole when we went to see Guardians of the Galaxy one or two, and they were selling these Groot cups where it's like Groot head for the cup. I still have that. Like I think I remember uh, that. Yeah, I like collecting those little things. Second thing, I got you beat on your wine because I once went to Taco Cabana and bought taquitos, snuck in half a dozen taquitos into the theater. And the only mistake I made, not realizing it, is I went to go eat the taquitos. The person who was with me was like, you need to shut the fuck up. Because every time I would take a bite, all you hear... (laughs) Crunch. Crunch. Oh, that's hilarious, Everybody dude. Everybody's eating popcorn two or three times. What? She looked at me, she's like, fucking loud. And I'm like trying to like slowly eat them or maybe just like slowly crunch the end. It took fucking burrito, fucking forever to eat those fucking sick taquitos, though. That is awesome. And I want to just tell our listeners, if anybody's actually listening to this podcast, please mess- tweet us at Rolled Spine. I want to know what the weirdest things are you've taken into movie theaters or have absorbed or have observed taken in movie theaters. Thank I, you. Okay. I've seen someone, I've seen someone whip out a, a large pizza from Pizza Hut. Get out of here, dude. A, a large swear, pizza. You know, Wait, was this in the 90s where they were in like Jinko no, jeans or something? No, you know what? People walk in with blankets. Yeah. Oh, this really? Lady, this lady walked in and she, and the funny thing was the way she had it was they had, she had basically, it looks like folded the pizza up and put it in a smaller box and then had it in the blanket. So I, I'm sitting there watching her open this up. What movie was it that we went to go see? Fuck, I want I want to say it might have been when I went to go see uh, 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 not Mad Max, uh, Fury Road. Fury Road, yeah. I just remember this lady 
lady, she was there with like three or kids, I think three kids, and she's up and she's handing them each a piece of pizza. And they're eating them, and then and I was just like, holy shit, this bitch just stuck in a pizza, like a whole pizza. So, I, you know, anyway. I'm not even, I'm not even mad at that. I'm not even mad. At oh, that. I wasn't. I, I was impressed. All right, let's go back to the plot here. Okay, so from uh, from there, it says uh, elsewhere, Thor parts ways with the Guardians of the Galaxy after receiving a distress signal for Sif. So that kind of jumps over his whole, uh, you know, Korg is narrating the space Viking and how he went to go just chill out and he plants yeah. Stormbreaker into the ground and he's just gonna, you know, just call me if you need me or whatever. I thought that whole scene was like classic Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. You know, the 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 spaceships those dudes were flying around, the huge cathedral, the the aliens that are asking him for help. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that, yeah. all that was fantastic. And then when he pulls his robe off and uh, what do they play? Welcome to the Jungle or whatever. And he yeah. just starts smashing all those things. Dude, that was all like fantastic. And then even through to where he's leaving and he's telling him that he can have the ship and take his crew. <laughs> it's just like, and, and uh, Star-Lord's like, oh, wow, you're going to let me keep my crew. Oh, you're going to let me take my own ship. Oh, that's great. I thought it was hilarious. I'm totally on board. We are, this is literally Ragnarok 2 and I'm 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 good to go. Like you this good, is awesome. you good on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was pretty good on it. I, I, I agree with you on that. It was fun. Uh, the handshake was a bit long, but it was goofy. So I was like, okay. Okay, so from there, uh, it says he receives a distress signal from Sif. Uh, upon arrival, a beaten Sif warns so that Gore the God Butcher uh, has is coming and his next target is New Asgard. I thought the, the Sif stuff was pretty funny because she was just like, you know, I want to die and go to Valhalla. He's like, oh, you know, you only go to Valhalla if you die on the battlefield. He's like, so maybe your arm is in Valhalla? And I <laughs> legit uh, snorted red wine out of my nose because uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, so from there, we go to, you know, Jane Foster uh, is getting chemo treatment. She's sitting next to a dude reading her book and she's going through the Einstein Rosenbridge. I thought that was pretty good. Um, yeah, that was good too. Yeah, and then she she's drawn to New Asgard where she sees Mjolnir on display shattered in pieces because Hela destroyed it. Um, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Fun, I, got, I got a lot of fun facts here for some reason. Go for it. So apparently, if you notice that all the parts are on a piece of grass, since no one is worthy to pick up the part, they, apparently the way they uh, they uh, figured out to lift it up was like the whole uh, elevator thing. Yeah. Where you can't lift it, but you can lift the ground around it. Yep. So that's why if you notice the grass is, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they, they took like the, the cross section of the earth out. Yeah, and of course, this also, that's another deleted scene where she actually touches the hammer and it comes together. Because apparently, uh, if I remember correctly, what the guy said, Hela could destroy the hammer, but she could not destroy the enchantment that's in the hammer. And so that's why the hammer came back together. Gotcha. Oh, also in that scene, we have another play with Matt Damon and oh, Chris fantastic. Hemsworth's brother, brother and home dude from Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Or- and yeah, Melissa McCarthy comes out as Hela. I thought that was hilarious, dude. Even with the cheesy, like, play version practical effects to make the hammer go. That was all fantastic. Oh. Huge fan of all that. Okay, so it sounds like you were really digging this movie so far. Well, I mean, that, it's just, th- those are all the parts from Ragnarok that I they, I got a kick out of. Even now, every, I've watched Rag- Ragnarok 15 times, dude, and every time it gets to the uh, Dark World, Loki death being acted yeah. out, it is just absolutely, and then, you know, Lo- Loki's disguised as Odin, and he's fe- you know eating grapes, and he's like mouthing the words or whatever. It's hilarious. Hilarious. So I was, I knew that was going to happen again in this movie, and uh, it was awesome. You were good for it. All right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Jane Foster gets Thor's hammer, blah, blah, blah. We find out that, you know, Thor had accidentally enchanted it because he just said, you know, Mjolnir will always protect you or whatever. And then it you yeah. know, lights up or whatever. Um, so Thor arrives on New Asgard just as Gore starts attacking with the shadow creatures. Um, he's surprised to find another Thor there. It turns out that's Jane Foster. She looks absolutely ripped jacked. to tell. She's like super jacked, uh, as well as Chris Hemsworth is absurdly, absurdly jacked in this movie. Yes. Like CGI looking Jack. Um, 
um, while they're fighting all these shadow monsters that kind of seem like they suck, uh, Gore pops up. He kind of gets his ass kicked. Uh, and it turns out it's called, I guess, kind of a, um, a distraction so they can capture all the kids of New Asgard right. and whisk them away. Um, so they're trying to figure out how to get the kids back. They travel to uh, uh, Omnipotent City to warn the other gods and ask for help. And at this point, like Korg's there. So it's Korg, Valkyrie, um, Jane Foster, Thor, and Thor, Thor. Right? That's it. It's just the four of them, right? Yes. They travel there and they're going to talk to Zeus uh, and ask him for uh, help in helping to get to. So uh, at this point, right, they've already discussed. They, have they figured out at this point that Gore is going to go try and talk to Eternity? No, not yet. They don't know that yet, right? They don't know that that's what well, he needs. Oh, I don't wait, know. If, wait, are we talking about when he, when they got already to Omnipotent City? What was it called? Omnipotent City. Omnipotent City. Um, yes, that's when that's uh, what Zeus tells him that he doesn't have the key to get to Eternity. Right. Yeah. 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 And, he, and, he, and he talked to Axel, right? Which is um, Himdale's son. So he just saw where they were at. He didn't see yet that they were going to see Eternity. Right. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. So that whole scene was pretty funny. I thought that uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, and there's, there's also another plot point we missed here at this point because Mjolnir is back. Stormbreaker is like jealous of Mjolnir and there's lots of these weird like Thor's running into his X weapon and the the new weapon is like not acting correct because the it's jealous. Uh, so they have to like weld it to uh, uh, one of the tourist ships because New Asgard now is like a tourist. It's like a tourist trap. Yeah, it's Disneyland. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's towed by two goats that he got as, uh, a, prize. as a prize for destroying the enemies with the Guardians in the beginning of the movie. Blah, blah, blah. And I won't lie. I won't lie. I laughed my ass off when those things came out screaming. You doing the, the goat a goat scream. So they, 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 they the goats are towing this uh, flying Asgardian ship with Stormbreaker attached to it so they can actually use the Bifrost because Thor can't use Stormbreaker for the Bifrost because Bifrost Stormbreaker is mad because Mjolnir's there. You following me with me here with the kids? Okay, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. So there's lots of hijinks that go on in Omnipotent City. We, we see a bunch of the other gods that are all there to see Zeus, uh, including uh, Korg's god who's sitting on a throne of scissors which haha right paper rock scissors rock and yeah. scissor throne instead of a sword throne like game of thrones it says um, I, I i gotta admit i thought the dumpling god was pretty fun the dumpling god was but at this point in the movie though i have to tell you though at this point i'm, I'm still kind of on board uh the oh, dumpling uh-oh. god i know i know the dumpling god i'm starting to think maybe taika watiti is, is going a little much a little too much on his bullshit right like we're, this is still a marvel movie this is still right you know this isn't you know what we do in the shadows part two or three or whatever the fuck uh and i'm like a, which are fantastic the, which is fantastic but okay okay it's, yeah, no, it's that's his fine. own universe that's fine that's fine uh at that point i'm like a, the dumpling god like okay like I, I recognize a lot of the like there were aztec gods there and you know mm-hmm. stuff like that mayan gods right right and, uh, and then they had the jaguar god who's a black panther oh was that, did i miss that gotcha yeah she's actually she's right below valkyrie and, and mighty thor she's sitting below them i might have t- i think i totally whiffed on that but there's a lot going on and so I, I, was, I was trying to like catch things and i ended up missing more probably than i, I caught so Zeus, Zeus comes down with his lightning bolt, does a big entrance. Of course, he's just like the gaudiest of the gods, and he's like kind of he's like what did a little. You think of Russell Crowe? I thought it was hell, I thought that it was great that he was doing like a Grecian accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't just another Australian guy, uh, and that he was kind of like a like a greasy Greece Grecian. You know, I don't know. There okay. was something hilarious about the way that portrayed him. I was I was big thumbs up on that. I, uh, I, I absolutely. This is gonna sound dumb. I absolutely love the part where he's walking down to Thor. Yes, takes up his start. Yeah, the theater erupts. And laughing. Yeah. Real quick, the, and, and real quick. Yep. So we're getting we're getting to that team we're gonna talk about. The makeup of my theater, which was really weird, I would say was more women than men. There was at least oh, really? six women. There was at least six women next 
next to me with their kids. There was a row of about eight women in front of me with one guy, two dudes in next to me, and it was like two guys and then like four girls with them. So just in my two rows was mostly women compared to men. Now, I, I can't speak for the entire theater, but I thought that was really strange that I had seen more women in a theater than men at a Marvel movie before. So you're talking about where they blast all Thor's clothes off, right? Yes. And dude, the women definitely reacted to that. They thing. went nuts. I, oh, there was not a really a reaction in my theater, really? but I was kind of expecting that. Yeah, I was expecting there to be. Uh, maybe people were choking on, you know, their popcorn or whatever. Dude is absurdly oh. jacked in this movie. Yeah. Like, abs- like I'm kind of scared for him. He's so jacked. Uh, like it can't be, it can't be healthy. No, this can't be healthy, dude. Like th- that's outrageous. Like I, I felt like his face kind of looks a little different. Like he's, his face was more vascular and everything. Like I, he was, he was fucking out of control, dude. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. Anyway, no, no reaction in, in my theater for that, but look, dude, oh, wow. Chris Hemsworth, freaking dope ass dude. Look good for, good for that guy. G- give the lady something. I got no problem with that. Um, so Mrs. Mac didn't even react to it. Oh, no, she did for sure. Oh, okay. She did. I think she blacked out for a few minutes. Uh, anyway, so, uh, they, they, uh, don't they, they steal the lightning bolt, right? And they fire it through Zeus's well, chest or whatever. Doesn't all that shit go down? Well, so they're, yeah, he, he tells him he's not going to help him. He's going to, he's going to flick the disguises of everybody else. And they all, they call their, 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 uh, their robes of the emotion God. And I believe that's what she's like. Can we do it now? And he's like, attack. And so they attack. Yeah. And that's when, Thor, uh, Zeus strikes Korg because they're beating the shit out of all of Zeus. Oh, soldiers. yeah. He strikes Korg and Korg is falling apart, which people in my theater really freaked out. Even that caught me off guard. I'm like, oh shit, they're going to kill Korg? Like, really? And he's falling apart. And that's when Thor grabs a bolt and j- shoots it through uh, Zeus and his body just rocks and it gets stuck to the back. Valkyrie goes to grab it. All the gods are freaking out. But of course, this is the time where Thor's trying to get all the gods together and Zeus is kind of telling them, look, dude, we're scared of this dude. Like, we're going to stay here. No one can find us. You can't leave now because you know where we're at and he might get you to tell you where we are so you're stuck here with us now. And yeah, we're going to yeah. have orgies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not invited to the orgy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was all. That was So anyway, they need the lightning bolt because I guess the lightning bolt can summon the Bifrost too. At this point, they're kind of not really giving a shit anymore, in my opinion, to they're not they're not obeying the rules of their they're own universe the at this now. point. Yeah, at this point now, everybody's got a fucking Bifrost and everybody can carry every fucking hammer. Nobody really cares. So they, uh, let's speed this up a little bit. Okay, so uh, they're tr- Gore is trying to get uh, Thor and Stormbreaker to rescue the kids so that they can so he can use the Bifrost to get to eternity because basically eternity Eternity's like a magic genie, and whoever finds him first gets one wish, and his wish would be to kill all the gods. So they're basically like they got to go get these kids, and they got to take Stormbreaker to get the kids out. Um, so they go to the Shadow Realm, which is all black and white. It's kind of pretty cool when they showed up there, and they kind of everything kind of turns black and white. The kids are gone. Uh, they fight Gore. Gore oh, eventually. You didn't tell me how you felt about Korg being killed like that. Oh, cool. I didn't give a shit. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. I didn't give a shit. Uh, Korg. Uh, Korg started to get a little annoying, in my opinion. Okay. I, like I, it's, it was like Taika Waititi found a way to make himself a co-star of the movie mm-hmm. and I didn't need I, I wanted more Jane Foster and Thor I didn't need more Korg and Thor to be honest okay. with you and it was just it was a lot of Korg it was a lot of Korg in this movie um, and then it was just like one more I don't want to start giving away all my likes and dislikes but then it was just so we already had the goats screaming all the time and now we had like the Korg face because they pull his face out of the rubble almost like a baby Groot right yeah. and then so now there's we have these goats that are screaming every time the goats go everywhere and now we got Korg's face everywhere and it was just sort of like okay 
okay, like what what is the plot of this fucking movie? It was was the did we only go to Omnipotent City to take uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth's clothes off and to just make Korg even more annoying? Is that was that the whole reason we went? Like I felt at this point they're just doing shit in the movie to tell more jokes, right? Instead of like moving the plot along. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, they go they fight so Korg. So it sounds they're kind of losing you here now. Uh, they're starting to lose me here. Starting to lose me here. Uh, Gore gets Stormbreaker. He opens a portal to Eternity. Valkyrie gets fucked up. Um, they okay. It, and, and at some point in all this, they get back to Earth and they find out that like Jane is actually not being saved by Mjolnir, but Mjolnir is actually killing her because it's sapping her strength away. Mm-hmm. So she's not able to fight the cancer because everything in her body is going to being Thor, which is weird. So he basically tells her like, "Don't ever be Thor again. If you ever pick up Mjolnir again, it's going to kill you. I'm going to go handle uh, Gore on my own." So he take he's still got Zeus's lightning bolt, which now can summon the Bifrost. He goes, uh, gets to Gore, uh, finds the kids, and then endows them with Thor's godly power to give them... They all have Thor's power briefly to fight all these shadow monsters that Gore is um, conjuring. Gore starts to kick Thor's ass. Jane says, fuck it, picks up the hammer. And now the hammer can now summon the Bifrost. How does she get there? I don't know. Um, Gets there, kind of starts kicking Gore's ass. Um, They end up defeating Gore. Uh, No, Gore does not get there. He he makes it to Eternity. And Thor convinces him that with his wish, he doesn't need to kill all the gods, but he can actually bring her back. Because at this point, Jane Foster has died. She's passed away from cancer, right? Well, no, no, and no, no. She hasn't. No, 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 no. She's dying. And that's when Gore finds, he realizes he's dying as well, because to hold on to that blade is corrupt you and kill you. So his dying wish is instead of killing the god to bring back his daughter. And he asked Thor to take care of her. And of course, at that same, same time, Jane Foster's passing away. Right. But I think part of it, too, yeah. was that he's seeing that like Thor is losing the one he loves. And he's actually got a chance. He's got a chance to actually change it and bring her back. And Thor can't. That's what I meant. She was going to die. She hadn't died yet. Right. Uh, But it didn't matter. Same effect. I got to admit, I did like the fact that they didn't wish Jane Foster back or or anything. Right. Like they they definitely rode that horse out. So Um, so that's how the movie ends. Gore wishes for his daughter, whose name, I guess, is Love. I guess I'd missed that throughout the whole fucking movie until I was reading this Wikipedia. Uh, They they wish her back instead of killing all the gods. Thor raises her. uh, And the end scene. Oh yeah. Uh, then Jane he dies. Blew through the movie. Yeah. He's well, I mean, the, the movie. that's kind of the la- that's kind of the end of it, dude. They they fight Gore a couple times, but that's really it's Gore. We go back and we there, there's some flashbacks and then more Gore. Well, you find out that Gore's back. He's having a baby. Um, Valkyrie is now teaching the little Thor or l- the children of Asgard how to defend themselves. Um, what's her name? Now the one armed uh, Sif. Sif is now teaching Hendal's kid. Um, I'll agree with you when the kids got the Thor. That kind of took me out of the movie. Well, and I then well. And then don't forget the the big ending is that Thor is living with Gore's daughter and she has Stormbreaker now and well, no, no, he has that I I believe this is the part I was confused in uh-huh. you look as when he looks at her when you look at the reflection of the water she looks like uh, Eternity she has the whole sky gate so oh I missed that I, I didn't see that oh you didn't notice that yeah if you when you when you looked at her if you looked at the water her reflection she had white eyes and she had the whole system inside of her like Eternity so my assumption was Eternity you know went into a small human form and is basically because she shoots laser beams at the end and ruins the pan and Gore's race didn't do that. So that tells me that she's something be- more than if anything she looks like the kid. Well she's also wheel- she's wielding Stormbreaker too so she yeah. has all those powers the electricity power yeah. so who fucking knows right? Um, so yeah now they're like both Thors assuming which also makes you think because that's what they've been doing in all these Marvel shows that now Chris Hemsworth leaves and now she's Thor which makes my uh, brain want to throw up. Um, and then our, our mid so the mid credit scene 
scene is Zeus did not die, right? Well, he did dying. not. He's dying. He's yeah. And then they reveal that he's you know got somebody to go after Thor, and it's Hercules, Hercules. and he's played by fucking uh, uh, home dude from. Do you ever watch Ted Lasso? It's Roy fucking Kent from Ted Lasso. No, you don't watch it. Ted Lasso. He's no. like the most po- probably probably outside of Ted Lasso himself. He's probably the most popular character in Ted Lasso. He's fucking hilarious. So he's going to be Hercules, okay. which I was not mad. That was definitely a better mid credit scene than the fucking Eternals with Star Fox and Pip yeah. the Troll. Made me want to fucking kill myself. Uh, this one I was like, oh, okay, cool. But then as soon as I saw Hercules, I like realized Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the fucking MCU Hercules, right? Hercules is kooky. He's a goofball. He goes on these wild space adventures. Like that's that's Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But that's yeah. Hercules in the book. So they're they're probably gonna flip. You know what I mean? Where he's gonna be this like hard ass take you know uh, take no bullshit Greek god as or Roman god. I don't know which one it is. Um, I'm both Greek. Uh, whereas Thor is the kooky freaking goofball. It's like weird they have this weird like uh, meta reversal reversal of fortune. Um, and then we also then there's another post credit scene where Jane Foster's in Valhalla and she meets Himdall. And doesn't he like allude that there's some she's got bigger things that she's supposed to do or something? I, I don't know. I was well, I mean, I remember so. I wondered. I honestly, I thought they were gonna show when he points up to the palace. I thought she was gonna look up there and there was gonna be Loki or something like that. Oh no, shit! That would have been way better. Yeah, that would have been I, way that's, better. That's what I. That's what I assumed whenever he was talking to her and I'm sitting there I'm looking. I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna show Loki. But then I realized, no wait, Loki has his own show right now. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's he's the TVA yeah. right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm so. like, okay, but that would have been kind of cool, or different. Okay, so and, uh, here I'm gonna go through my goods and bads, and you tell me if okay. you agree or disagree. All right? Okay. Uh, the the any like you said, the, the Matt Damon play was fucking hilarious um, uh, Chris Hemsworth just kind of did his thing in this movie I didn't think he was any better or worse than he was in Ragnarok um, let me see I the movie was gorgeous I, I thought all it, it was just like Ragnarok the creature creation was awesome I thought I think Gore could have looked a little cooler he looked a little basic but you also didn't want to go too you didn't want to go too far so you couldn't tell who the fuck he was like they did what's his yeah. name in, in Dark World so I was fine with that I thought uh, Christian Bale was fantastic in this movie and I really wanted more Christian Bale and Gore uh, We he really did didn't do shit in this movie for his how and and I'd seen I had been avoiding any sort of spoilers or reviews but pretty much everybody had said that Christian Bale was fucking incredible in this movie and he was he was really really good he just didn't have a lot to do um, which I thought was a little unfortunate and I thought uh, I thought uh, uh, what's her, I thought Natalie Portman was great she freaking yeah. bulked she bulked the hell up she could have mailed in this movie because apparently she was all pissed off at Marvel at some point uh, but I thought she did a really good job she had some weird like where the the scene where she's trying to come up with her tagline or whatever it felt a little forced mm-hmm. but but like all the cans stuff. I thought she did a fantastic job. Um, I, I had no, anytime, she and Hemsworth have great chemistry. I don't mind them at all in these movies. But also, I would have liked more Jane Foster in this movie. More Jane Foster and Thor. Like, I didn't, I didn't need, I guess we'll go to the stuff I didn't want. I didn't need Valkyrie in this movie, like, at all. Uh, but she really wasn't in the movie that much. She was, but again, any scene she was in was a scene taken away from Gore or Jane Foster, which I think okay. you needed more of both of those. Any scene Korg was in was taken away from Thor, Jane Foster, and Gore. And those, in my opinion, were the three strongest characters in this movie. So anybody they put in that kind of got annoying with little jokes and quips, I would have rather had another gore scene. Give me more gore. Give me gore where he's where he's carving the god symbols off his head. I want that. Yeah. that. I don't need uh, a conversation between Valkyrie and uh, and Korg on the at the bridge of the ship. Like I, I don't need that. Get, get that the fuck out of the movie. I, I don't I don't care about that. Um, let me see what else we got here. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of my main thing. The movie stopped being funny. In it started just being silly. And I think that there's a fine line between funny and silly. And I think some of, I think Ragnarok gets close to that line, but for the most part is very funny. Uh, this movie just kind of started being silly. Whereas like every,
every time they could, they had the fucking goats screaming. So we had goats screaming and, and Korg doing stupid shit and Valkyrie just standing around. Uh, and it was just like, we got to go somewhere else to tell another dumb joke um, or attempt a joke. And I, it really started getting on my nerves. And then I started re- realizing, like, we don't give a shit about the actual story here. You're not doing anything to show me why Gore is so fucking mad he's going on this tirade and how Zeus is has heard and is scared of him. Well, show me how. Show yeah. me. Like, that, that gigantic god that was dead where Lady Sif was and he got her arm cut off? Show me that. Show me him kill that giant god and show me cut him him cutting Sif's arm off. I want to see that. I want to see why Gore is scared. Why Zeus scared. is scared. Why show scared, me. Yeah. And you didn't. You, you, you know what I mean? And I was just like, man, show me. And then he just kind of shows up to New Asgard and he steals the kids to set up a trap for Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker's there at New Asgard. He's there. Why is that not the fucking trap? I don't understand. And then he's supposed to be this really bad dude who just fucking slaughters everyone. Well, he's really, really nice to these Asgardian kids, dude. He doesn't give a shit. He's just like, these are the nicest kids ever. I'm keeping them in this little cage. And then he gets Stormbreaker. Where as soon as what he else? got Stormbreaker, I'm like, oh shit, he's going to kill these fucking kids because he doesn't need him to lure them anymore. No, he just leaves the kids like alive hanging back there. And I'm like, well, well, that doesn't sound like a god butcher to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what bothered me was there were some scenes like, okay, as much as I like gore, I hated the scene where he's in the cell with the kid and he yeah, does the whole was... puppet thing and he breaks, he ripped the head off. And it just, those are moments that I felt like, uh, what's his name again? The director? Uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah. Taika went too far. He went into his little goofy verse and he likes doing these little goofy things and it just kind of doesn't go with the movie. It, those were scenes I was just kind of like, I, I didn't need this scene. Like, this is kind of like, it doesn't make any sense that he's, he's trying to befriend the kids or, or he's, what is he trying to do here? Is he yeah, trying I, to intimidate the kids so they call for faster? Or like, he's not on a fucking time, time clock or anything. It's not like it's going to end at a certain time. So it, that felt weird. I, I really got disappointed with the whole, let me power up all the kids and they're going to run around and have electricity and they're killing these, these demons and they're doing it in really cutesy, funny ways. And I'm just like, that's not funny. Like, yeah, I, it was very Care Bear stare. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are we, what is this? Is this the power pack or something? Like, I don't care about any. And then like the whole Stormbreaker Mjolnir love story where like Stormbreaker's mad at him. I'm like, I don't need any of this shit in the movie. I don't need any of it. But they needed it for the boat so that they can have the goats that he got. You know what I mean? It's like he was just, he just wanted some screaming goats on screen the entire fucking movie. And the only way to do that was to create this whole plot line where Stormbreaker's mad at Thor. And it was just like the first time they did it, it was like kind of funny. But then I was like, holy shit, this is like a major plot point in the whole fucking movie. I'm like, I, I don't need any of this, dude. And then, like I said, by the time he's giving the kids fucking powers, he's giving the kids powers. Jane Foster's showing up without having anything to summon the buy for us. Uh, and it's just like, you don't give a sh- Do you even give a shit about any of this stuff? And that's what I'm just like, you know what? I don't think Taika Waititi gives a shit about this fucking superhero movie bullshit. I think he kind of got lucky with Ragnarok that everybody loved the Sakaar stuff so much because the hell of stuff sucks in that movie. Like her hair changes in every single scene. Sometimes within the scene, her hair would change. And I'm like, did he even yeah. edit this? Did he even pay attention to it? Uh, and it was, I felt like that in this movie too. I felt like Jane, her, she would get like, her face would be all fucking beat up. And I'm like, they just started fighting and she looked fine. And then they would cut away and they cut back and she's like beat to hell. And it was the same thing. I felt like Gore's face changed a lot in this show. And you never explained, I guess, cause he's getting more corrupted. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's just, it's those little details. That shit's so sloppy. It's like really, 
really sloppy. And that was like the word for this movie. This movie is fucking sloppy as fuck, dude. It's it's just shit thrown all over the place because he wanted to get three or four funny bits in. Uh, and I, I kind of didn't like it like at all. Like I kind of didn't like this movie. By the end of it, I'm like, I'm never going to watch this movie again. Oh, wow. Ever. Really? No, I'm never going to watch this movie again. dude. Why, why would I watch this fucking movie? Again? Uh, to, to watch Gore's daughter get saved be, for, because and, and see Eternity turn into a magic genie? Like, I, what? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, it was just, let me see if there's anything else on my list. Yeah, I said I need 70% less Korg and I need 70% more gore and I need 50% less jokes. That would have made this movie way better. Um, like, I, mean, I, I, I just... I, I, I would probably watch it again in a while. It doesn't have the re- the review or the rewatchable or rewatchability of Ragnarok. I'll give you that. Uh, I mean, it, it had its, it had its good moments, but it was just, it, it just, like you said, it broke its own rules too many times and that kind of, it took the fun out of it. Like, I, I, the, I said, like I said, I'm still harking, harping on the whole Kid Thor thing. I was like, that wasn't funny. Like, that didn't need to be in the movie. I didn't need any of that. Thing. Well, and, and you follow that up with Jane dies of cancer. Yeah. Like, it's just the weirdest mixture of storylines. She's dying of fucking cancer. And then we've also got screaming goats and a love affair between, or, or a love triangle between a hammer, an axe, and Thor. And I'm just like, what What the fuck are we doing in this? This movie is just... <laughs> I, whereas, like, Ragnarok had two storylines, and that was it. This movie was had kind of one storyline, and he was like, well, we gotta make it go a fucking million different places. And, and I I was just, I, like, I don't need, I, I'm not, I, I, I don't even, I don't even want to say my, my hopes were high for this movie, um, but uh, I, I don't know. I think this this one got, I think Marvel's getting got. I think I think they've had some of these, they're like, oh, you know what, like, Taika Waititi was a semi-known director, and we just let him do his own thing, and it worked out really, really well. So we're gonna go out and just get all these directors, and we're gonna just let them do whatever the fuck they want, and I think they're getting miss after miss after, I mean, I think Shang-Chi, a lot of people love Shang-Chi, I think it was a miss. Eternals, huge miss. I think this movie's a miss. Uh, I loved the Multiverse of Madness. A lot of people didn't like Multiverse of Madness. I, I liked Black Widow. A lot of people think Black Widow is like the worst of these Phase Four movies. What? Uh, which is not. This is not a good fucking sign. I, I think this phase is a big time trouble. Where you know, I, I mean, I see Kevin Feige doing damage control. Like, don't worry, this is all building up to something, and we're all like, what's it building up to? You're you're what uh, five movies in now? You want to rank these real quick? It's it should be easy. Black Widow. So we. Uh, uh, Black Widow, The No Way Home, Shang-Chi, Multiverse of Madness, Thor, and Eternals. You think you can rank those real fast? Mm. I'll give you my rank while you're thinking about it. Okay, go ahead. I still think Black Widow to me is the is the best of these movies. I I just I love that movie. I watched rewatched it a bunch. I love it. Uh, Multiverse of Madness is number two. No Way Home is three, and I'd put Thor and Shang Chi as a tie uh, with Eternals way 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 last because I keep forgetting that movie even exists until somebody tells me. I, I put it honestly, on list. dude, my list is almost exactly like yours. I, I would I would 100 agree with your list on those. Well, I know you like No Way Home more than me, but that should just show you that's but no. But I actually actually I I I really really like Black Widow. I I think it's a fantastic movie. It has everything you need in it. I really, really like Madness too. Those two are my two favorite of this of this of this phase. Um, I, I do. I I really like No Way Home too. I do see its problem, but I still enjoyed it. But it's more of a nostalgia. But the other two are brand new ideas, and No Way Home is kind of harping on my fan nostalgia bone. Huge yeah. fan service nostalgia. So, so like, I, I, I enjoy it, but I understand what their what their what their crutches were, and I'm like, uh, okay. Where the other two are brand new, I I'm telling you, Madness is fantastic. Like. Put 
put Black Widow Madness like almost low. It's yeah. just Black Widow has that little bit more. It's just a better driven story where Madness does have its weak spots where it just kind of, oh, nah, I don't know. But as far as the movies, I, I mean, Black Widow to me, I, I, I've rewatched that one. Shit, I've lost count. That's one we can just throw on and my whole family enjoys it. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man the same way. Turtles and <sighs> Love and well, Thunder. It, it, well, don't forget Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi. Actually, I would probably put Eternals and Thor pretty close to each other. Shang-Chi I could do without. I've only seen it twice. Once in the theater and I was like, oh, and then I watched it again just because I was like, well, maybe I didn't get a chance. I just, it just wasn't, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't a very good Kung Fu movie. It wasn't a cool a- adventure movie um, that the, the the girlfriend, the best friend, she, she was she was their version of the Screaming Goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like Korg <laughs> and the Screaming Goats all rolled together. I was like, yeah, she annoyed me half the movie. So I, I put that as last. Thor and, and Eternals decided to put them close to each other, but Eternals had some cool, like, I I love the whole celestial shit. I love when they do the, the uh, space shit. But the character, and some of the cool stuff, like, I did like, you know, where they're kind of using their powers on humans. I thought that was kind of neat. But it was just long and boring. Yeah. Like, the monsters were just so intimate. There was no imagination to them. So, they yeah. Giant I, plant-looking creatures. I'm going by rewatchability. I, I will, I've watched Black Widow a ton of times. I'll probably watch it again. Multiverse of Madness. I haven't gotten around to watching it again because I've been trying to get through Stranger Things and the boys. But it's on the, we want to watch yeah. it again, like, ASAP. In fact, we probably would have watched it tonight if we weren't recording. Um, no Way I'm Home. I, I need to check out No Way Home again. Thor, I can see maybe, maybe watching it one more time. But, like, Shang-Chi and Eternals, I'm never going to watch those movies again. Yeah. I, so that, that's the only reason. I put Thor and Shang-Chi in a tie, but there's a chance I'll at least watch Thor once. I ain't never watching Shang-Chi again. I, 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 I was bored to tears during that movie, and Eternals was even more boring than that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, I really wanted to like this movie. Uh, and then, like, I don't even know. The the Guns N' Roses stuff almost got on my nerves. And the fact that they named Hemdall's kid Axel, I'm well, just like, this, this, is, this shit is, like, yeah. not funny. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that this is funny at all. This is not James Gunn's use of music correctly. This is, like, uh, that first Suicide Squad movie's use, where you're just chucking Guns N' Roses everywhere. And they're like, hey, we're going to call him Axel, just like Axel Rose. And I'm just like, what? what is the... Yeah. Oh, man. Because well, we had November Rain in it, and we had uh, oh, it the like Jungle four, and all that stuff. There was, like, yeah, four different it, songs in there. Like, I, I, I just... And I, I should have been into it. I wasn't into it. It was not presented correctly, um, in my opinion. Uh, and then also, like, instead of Jane saving him in the end or having the, the shitty kids, when Thor was getting beat, what, maybe the Guardians should have shown back up to help him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Something like that. And it was just, no, he's going to give the kids superpowers. Ugh. Uh, and then also, I gotta tell you, I wasn't really a huge fan of uh, Jane able to like sh- scatter the pieces of Mjolnir around. I thought that was a little like, I, was that I, a thing? I, I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember that in the book. I thought it was a nice little take on the weapon. Just instead of just throwing one hammer, it would break up. I thought that was cool. That, it was okay. okay I don't that. know. I, I guess of all the, the the licenses taken in this movie, that was probably not the worst one. But um, anyway, man, I, I wanted to like it. I don't think I liked it. Uh, I, I wouldn't even say it was okay. I would, like and honestly, man, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes. Not the Rotten Tomatoes gives a shit because Black Widow's got a horrible Rotten Tomato score, but I, it's it's not being reviewed well by. I'm not saying the audience score, but like the actual like score is not. I think it's down like 68 percent, if not lower. Um, which man, I I don't I'm not even sure what's Thor Dark World at. Honestly, man, I think I like Thor Dark World better than this movie. Really? Yeah. Just to be honest I, with I, you, I think I, I think, think it, I think the problem was in Ragnarok, you had just the right mixture of action, drama, and comedy. For this one, it was more comedy and sometimes 
sometimes scenes where you really don't need comedy and they just felt like they needed to inject it there. I don't But but wait, wait, wait okay. So no, but that, that, that's a good point though, right? So so one of the main critiques of Ragnarok was that they killed like the Warriors 3 and nobody yeah. even gave a shit, right? And I was like, well, nobody cared about those characters anyway, so it's okay. But then in this movie where he's re- they were recapping all the bad stuff that's happened to Thor, they were like, and uh he this guy got killed and this guy and whatever this guy's name is. Like he it's like he knows people are pissed about it and then like shat on them more in this one and yeah. I didn't like that either dude I don't like that either like it's one thing for you to kill them off quickly so you can get to your other story but it's another thing to gloss over his friends from the first two movies in the flashback where you're trying to show how bad his life has been over the last couple years like you're under you're making a joke out of the pain you're trying to show us you know what I mean like I don't know yeah. I, so I'm not even mad about it in Ragnarok I'm more mad about it in this movie than I was than I was in Ragnarok so that's when I was just like I don't think Taika Waititi gives a shit about these Marvel movies he's collecting this check and he's doing a fun movie with with Chris Hemsworth um but I was not impressed with this outing at all was See, like, I, I think I I think what it was was he's like I do think he gives a shit but I think he was like everyone liked how kooky I was in the first one so I'm gonna turn up the kookiness who was loving and they're really gonna love this movie and I'm just like no we should have kept the kooky at five and you know balanced everything else around it because uh, like I said it, it, there were just some scenes it got kooky I guess I would say and it just was like okay that's no 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 um no I, I don't think so I don't think he was like hey people liked how kooky it was I think Taika Waititi is just like, I'm going to do whatever I want. Watch me spend $300 million however I want. I'm going to make this just ridiculous movie. Uh, like, I, I don't know, man. Again, I, maybe there's like a gore cut we can get where it's, mo- it's there's way more gore. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure. The God I'm Butcher. Sure, I'm pretty sure they're going to do like the ultimate cut and just like put everything in there that wasn't in this one. Like, dude, I, I guarantee you the deleted scenes for this movie, you're going to be like, that should have been in the fucking movie. That should have been in the fuck. I, I guarantee you like half of them, you'll be like, that should have been in the movie. Uh, and In fact, that's actually why the main crux of of, or main motivation for me to watch this movie again is to see the deleted scenes because I guarantee you you're going to be like holy shit why didn't we get that scene instead of the the hammer and the axe arguing right uh, so I don't know man I just thought the movie had tons of potential and it got it was whack this movie was, how about that there's my review this movie was whack and uh, wow. I don't care I don't care don't care for it I, I will spend my time watching Doctor Strange like dude Doctor Strange had some pretty shitty reviews it's 74% on Rotten Tomatoes versus and, and same thing with Black Widow Black Widow's like 76 this was 68 it's only 2% over uh um, what do you call it? Uh, Dark World. Dark World. So, and I don't see this number going up. This movie's going to come down. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know, man. So, super disappointed. All of Phase 4, I've been fairly lukewarm on. And this one's... Bleh, bleh. So uh, I mean, I'm going to say this movie was not dope. And that's about it. It was that's not, not dope. This movie was not, not dope. dope. Okay, I got you, man. All right, cool, dude. Well, oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So yeah, then, go ahead. So then, so then we agree Then Thor, Love and Thunder is the backdoor man to the Marvel Universe. Then. It could be, depending on your interpretation of it. Okay. It could be. So that, I needed I'm more Led Zeppelin and less. Uh, I needed more Led Zeppelin and less Guns N' Roses in this movie, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, very disappointing. <laughs> You see any movies this weekend? Oh, yeah. I saw Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, I'm about uh, uh, 20 minutes through your episode. Uh, I've, I've got a few notes. The whole Jason Aaron thing, like y'all were talking about that a bit, I think he finally wrapped it up like maybe last year because yeah. he'd, he'd made his name on Scalped for Vertigo and then he moved over to Marvel and like the entire time since he moved over to Marvel, he was doing Thor until like a year or so ago. Uh, and the, the Jane Foster thing ran for a good four of those years, I think. So it's like the, to hear that they'd gone through that entire 
entire arc in one movie seems a little slight. So uh, again, yeah, it's, I haven't like like finished this in the podcast, but it seems a little slight. Yeah, it's it's basically a, a subplot of the movie. Yeah, I was going to throw in there that different. my thinking was that Christian Bale looked most like the Grim Reaper from Bill and Ted. Okay, I could see Luke that. Sadler, yeah. uh, they melvined me. <laughs> I was going to mention that uh, I also have some of those uh, embossed metal popcorn containers. Uh, one of the local chains, it, it's run by the son of a guy who I think ran like Cinemark or AMC or something. And so in order to help differentiate that line, they were importing those because those were made for the UK market, I think for Odeon or something. And so it, they were an early adopter of those. And I guess they're getting around more now, but uh, that's how I ended up getting those two popcorn bins. So those are the ones I've got. Um, I'm glad they finally addressed Sif in the movies. It does sound like she's given short shrift in this thing, but at least they acknowledge that she exists in some degree. Um, Rory Kent, I, I, I hope that at some point over the last few years, I've mentioned my own theory that Thor had morphed into Hercules because if I didn't, then curses because I can't believe he beat me to it. Um, I'm not sure about, was the Roy Kent guy like buff? Did they like like get him onto the Chris Hemsworth diet or does he still look like the Ted Lasso guy? I mean, he's pretty big in Ted Lasso. He's not like 6'6 or anything. But he's Hercules. So he's got to be like a monster, I would think. Yeah, I, I think the, uh, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I think that casting on looks maybe isn't the best thing. Let me see. I think I can I can find like a picture of it. Um, I found one still that I don't think really does it. Uh, let me see. See if I can paste this into the chat. Paste it in the chat. It's not it's not a good still. I need I need better still than this. I mean, he's a pretty big dude. And if he goes on the fucking Chris Hemsworth steroid diet or the fucking horse tranquilizers, he can get big. I don't know. I just don't know how tall. Oh, he that's is. definitely CGI. He isn't really that big, is he? Uh, I think that's definitely his face CGI'd yeah. onto. Yeah, no, I know. Like but perspective is size enhancement going yeah, in the future. But it was also like as the, the camera is like panning up to him. So it's going to look really. Yeah, I mean, it's CGI, but I don't know. I don't know how yoked they're going to get him for this movie. I mean, he, I guess uh, I was reading an article. We didn't talk about this podcast. But we talk about it now. I was reading an article where uh, Chris Hemsworth and Taika Waititi were watching the fucking premiere. And at the end of the movie, it says Thor will return. And they both looked at each other and they were like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> they're they're not signed on for anything else. Like Chris Hemsworth has no contract to be in anything else. And they're like, that was news to us. And uh, so I, I, mean, I would like to say, I don't know what they have planned for uh, Roy Kent Hercules, but I, I can't imagine. Like, apparently the dudes that made this movie don't have a clue. That, I don't even know if they knew that scene was in it, right? Because it's a post-credit shit. I, I don't even know. Um, so who knows what they have planned? I, I don't know. He, he might have three years to get insanely jacked. I don't know. Did they do that? Because I heard, kept hearing something like they announced Avengers Incursions. Was that a real thing or some bullshit Twitter thing? Uh, not that I've not that I've yeah. seen. Because I thought they were working toward Secret Wars. I thought that was like, yeah, what, I, mean, where, I thought that was where Phase 4 was going with Secret Wars. Because everything's been multiverse and like duplicates of all the heroes and shit, you know, so. But I mean, I'll say this. The, the dude looks like he could be Hercules, correct? Because he should be a Grecian, not like American yeah, white guy that, uh, or Australian. Uh, uh, Semitic you know? quality to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think if they can get him uh, to put on up 75 pounds of muscle, which look, they've done it to all these other dudes. So I don't yeah. know why this guy can't do it. But yeah, uh, that's, that's actually one of the things I have enjoyed about the himbo version of Thor is he does remind me so much of Hercules and I always liked Hercules more than Thor anyway. Uh, so I, I'm kind of down for that to see them maybe do a role reversal. Uh, it'd be weird if they try to out himbo each other though because I really think Hemsworth's got a, a, a real advantage in that department. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I'd like to kind of see the two of them go at it. I think that would be, I think their uh, contrasting uh, personalities could be pretty cool unless, like you said, they clone them and they're both goofy. I, I don't know. Or, or maybe they'll turn Hercules into uh, MCU's Thor and make him be a little more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm curious about it. 
out, but uh, I mean, you know, whatever. Well, it's, it's one of those it's, things where they they keep exp- like I, I they they had big thing on Twitter about how Miss Marvel isn't getting the numbers of some of the other shows, and I got like 15 minutes into Miss Marvel with Paquita thinking that maybe she would like it, and she couldn't stand it. She hated it more than I did, and I just I, I could have at least finished the episode, but I wasn't into it at all. And it's like these are characters that were introduced well after my time. Uh, they're not the type of characters I like, regardless of what color they are. So I don't think it makes me a racist. So I just don't want to watch Miss Fucking Marvel. Whereas you know Hercules was a guy that I read when I was a kid, so I'm going to be more excited for Hercules. And it's got nothing to do with him being a white dude, especially if they kind of play him a little bit more swarthy in the movies. Uh, it's just that that's the stuff that I grew up on. So I'm going to get more excited for that than I am for this newer stuff that's you know got a smaller audience. Basically, I mean, if you something you introduced in comic books in the last 15 to 20 years, you're introducing to an audience of like 20 to 50,000 people. You know, they're, they're they're just not that well widely read anymore. So you just don't have generations of enthusiasm. So it, it's just annoying to me that you're automatically the bad guy if you're just not that into some of these newer characters that you didn't grow up on you don't have fucking fond childhood memories of and shit so you know I just I get tired of people getting fucking irate it's like figure out what you're getting irate about and maybe think it through a little bit before you decide to just go for the most slanderous fucking conclusions and shit pisses me off well yeah I mean like X-Men 1 sold what was it 8 million copies Mm. how how much does an issue of uh, have has every Miss Marvel comic book combined double counting right because it's same person's buying every single episode like you, you know put it all together have they sold eight million comics? I, I doubt seriously that they've sold eight million miss marvel comics even if you like just just i, I, I would set aside the trades and stuff because i know that uh, they keep a lot of that stuff in print if you just go on by raw numbers every issue of miss marvel having run probably somewhere in the realm of well i mean okay so with, with captain marvel we have the thing where she goes from being miss marvel to captain marvel so it gets a little fuzzier there but when they started pushing her as their answer to wonder woman in the mid 2000s or, or maybe into the 2010s because it was around the same time that you had the, the mighty avengers with bendis and stuff um I, I doubt that if you combined all those comic books you would get to eight million you know i i seriously doubt you'd get to four million you know so yeah you're you're onto something on that front so i mean it's just it's just uh, it's just obvious the numbers game is just numbers obvious game. yeah like it, it's it you know what i'm saying uh, i mean i don't know uh, well and the fact is with captain marvel since it was dealing with material that i did have affection for not only was she taking on the legacy of the original marvel but she was also supposed to be picking up threads from the Kree stuff that was laid out in S.H.I.E.L.D. I went into that movie excited and they didn't exploit any of that stuff. So it's like you had a way to hook me into this character that I'm not as familiar with and I know her as like binary, you know, from my generation. Um, but they didn't take advantage of that. So is that my fault or is that Marvel's fault? I think it's Marvel's fault, personally. Yeah, I mean, I think I think everybody, I mean, just to take a step back with the whole, I think everybody's kind of checked out on all the, the Phase 4 stuff. I mean, the numbers are just falling. I mean, you figured the next, the, the next Thor movie would have, you know, blown the doors off the box office. I thought Doctor Strange was going to blow the doors off and they're all just kind of I mean they're, they're making tons of money but it's just not the enthusiasm you know, isn't I, there no, no Way Home appears to be the uh, the exception mm-hmm. right uh, but this could also just well, be it's the just new like, I, don't, I don't know if you noticed but um, um, Doctor Strange is on Disney Plus now but No Way Home still isn't you still have to rent No Way Home oh really yeah no, I, I mean so, we watched Doctor Strange last night so mm-hmm. I definitely know that That's yeah right. and Paquita watched it over the weekend again because she, she liked it enough to, to rewatch it um, but you know No Way Home I, I guess they're still making money off of it so why would you uh, diminish that by putting it on for free on on Disney Plus when a lot of people have that service now? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's. It, but yeah, I don't, but it could just be. This is just the new high watermark, right? And and now looked and Top Gun did really well. I've, I've heard really good things about Top Gun. It, it sounds like it's better than the original because I think the original I think that's sucked. pretty much universally. I, I, m- people are shocked by how much uh, emotional heft it has. Uh, how much? Because I mean, that, the first Top Gun is a pop like it's cotton candy. Like there's nothing. Even when they kill off Goose, spoiler. Um, no, nobody's like 
like super emotionally invested in that movie. You're enjoying it for the music and the attitude and everything else, the, the cinematography, uh, where people are like plugged into this. You know, this is like almost like the requiem for the last, you know, movie star and Tom Cruise and shit. Like people are really into this movie. I mean, you don't make that kind of money, uh, especially on, on a non-franchise property. I mean, this is one of the only times Cruise does a sequel at all. You don't make that kind of money unless you've got something special, you know, because there's no built-in momentum to get to that kind of number. There, you're not, you're having to pull in new audiences to get to those kind of numbers. And top watching uh, Top Gun on Amazon Prime is not going to do that. Yeah, and and yeah, and I've, I've heard people geeking out on everything, like on the the airplanes that were used, and the they, they did the full immersion where like the lingo is even accurate and all that stuff, you know. So I, I I think that's also an, I think Top Gun's an exception, but also Top Gun is a sequel to a 1980s film, right? It's it's got it's got the previous legs, right? It's not like oh uh, Tom Cruise came up with an obscure concept it's about uh, the Top Gun flight school. No, I mean this. This is very much a sequel, right? Um, and, and the 80s have been really thoroughly fetishized, especially in recent years. Just look at fucking Stranger Things and the numbers that's pulling in there, too. It's yeah. like, you know, it, all of a sudden Kate Bush and Metallica are back in the top 10, you know? It's, it's, it's a weird time right now when it comes to the 80s uh, material. Yeah, right, right. And so, uh, well, I don't and know, also, I, I, I think I, that there is a draw to actually doing stuff, like showing actual things happening. I, I think there may be an element of burnout to CGI, but also, like, I, I don't, you know, you notice, I don't know, you can tell me how it is with Love and Thunder but you know a lot of the Marvel stuff it's not seeming to have the same quality of CGI as it used to and I'm hearing that basically the, the FX houses are rebelling they're tired of doing these gigantic movies where they're spending six months to a year working on the visuals and still being under time pressure and work pressure and it's like we'd rather do six different jobs make the same money that the one job is making us and be under less pressure and, and you know be able to do better quality of work so it looks like Marvel might be losing that edge since the, the FX guys aren't wanting to work with them anymore it seems like from what I'm hearing yeah it seems like all the, the recent Marvel films you'll have like one scene where they really put the money into it and the rest of the movie is just kind of eh. uh, like the, the opening sequence to, to Love and Thunder that's in a lot of the uh, the trailers where he takes the robe off and he's in the, the Thunderstrike outfit and everything that all looks fantastic but I really don't think the rest of the movie looks nearly as good as, as that opening scene does but you know I, I don't know man it's uh, it, it's just CGI I don't know it's, some people think CGI looks awesome some people think it looks terrible uh, it, it's whatever. Hey, I sent you the I sent you the post credit scene. Do it doesn't want, look. Do you want to wait CG. while I play it? it? I mean, it's a post credit scene. It's like twenty five seconds long. Okay. Do you understand me, Oculus? Do you understand me, my son? Yes, father. Okay, I'm kind of into that. Yeah, it's not as bad. I, I, like I said, you're seeing stills of motion. I think it looks a little weirder than if you actually watch it in motion. Yeah, and I agree with you, too. Um, I like that they're using a Grecian accent. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. They, they, there were lots of good parts of the movie. Whatever. You right. you folks just listen to the podcast. I mean, are you tacking this on at the end? Are you going to put this in the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the tack on at the end. This isn't just a okay, bullshit. Uh, yeah. uh, the one other thing, too, is uh, the reason why Natalie Portman was pissed off is because um, Patty Jenkins was supposed to direct Thor to Dark World, and then when she didn't, and they got a guy, and, it, and she didn't have anything interesting to do and she they basically marvel had gone back with their promise to her to have a female director for the sequel uh that's what pissed her off in case anybody was curious about that yeah i mean i keep seeing the headline over and over again but i don't click on the links so because i don't i, just, I, mean, I remember I that before when it was happening you know they because they, she i think she made noise during production but certainly within a couple of years of production she was talking about it because she again she didn't show up for those other movies they kept using uh, old footage and, and recycled audio and stuff i think she might have recorded some new material for one of them maybe but no i mean it's it's been well known that there's a 
reason why she didn't come back for anything until now. Yeah, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah. That's that sounds sounds familiar. It's just uh, I just don't I don't care. Yeah, I don't I don't care why celebrity A threw a hissy fit over celebrity. Uh, who cares? You got you got paid for the role. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, and you came back and got paid again. So what, what are we doing here? Um, yeah. Anyway, any other points on Love and Thunder you want to talk about? No, but I was going to mention that uh, what we went to see this weekend instead was the Black Phone, and I think things worked out the way they were supposed to because I know Scott Derrickson wanted to do a, a more horrific movie for the Doctor Strange sequel than Marvel was willing to let him do. That, that was the argument they kept making, and then, of course they had all that fucking falder all about Sam Raimi made a horror-rated Doctor Strange movie and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, no, it isn't horror-rated. Get the fuck out of here. Black Phone is R-rated, and, and it is a, 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 a dark movie, and it's definitely a full-on horror movie. And so I think that everybody ended up where they needed to be, and I would recommend folks go ahead and check out The Black Phone. Did you, you brought up Stranger Things earlier. Did you watch this last season of Stranger Are you guys but, even but watching Stranger Things? I, 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 I tapped out of the third season. I couldn't stand that show anymore. It just got on my nerves. Yeah. Um, but Paquita watched it, and she loves it. She was saying it was the best season ever. So, you know. I, I, I think it's definitely the second. I still think the first season is the best season. It's definitely, I, in my opinion, it's the second best. The yeah. third season was not good. Um, where it's just the whole Which is weird because everybody was bitching about the second season, where it was the third season that turned me off completely. Yeah, I mean, I, that's why I said this was easily the second best season after the first. The problem is that even this season, oh, man, dude, it was like, I don't know if you saw the run times on these fucking episodes. It was like. I've been here about it. That's part, that's part of a big part of it. I did start- anyway, but also I don't, they're like feature length. It seems like. Dude, it started out like an hour and six. I'm like, oh damn, this is like a solid hour. This isn't like a 55. This is an hour and six. And then it was like an hour and here, I'll, I'll read them off. Cause it, it gets progressively, uh, uh, ridiculous to where you're just like, I can't even, I can't watch more than one of these <laughs> like per night. Like this is, I, I don't know how you binge a, a show when each episode goes over. Um, no, 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 no. Cancel. So it goes an hour and 18, an hour, 17, an hour and four, an hour and 19, an hour and 16, an hour and 15, an hour and 38, an hour and 25, and then two hours and 30 minutes for the final episode. That sh- shit's too fuck long. Those are movies. That, that's a, the most, yeah. they, they occasionally would make fun because there was a few movies. I think Nick Cage did a, a, a Top Gun knockoff back in the 90s. It only ran about an hour 15. And they were making fun of how short it was and how that wasn't quite substantial enough to make a motion picture. But once you get in the hour 20 range, that's a feature, you know? And yeah. it, all, every one of those episodes is close to that. And it's, like you said, it's a TV show. And I, what I hear is it's kind of fatty. I heard it's good, but also they the reps they run a little long and they kind of wear out their welcome. Yeah, and there's only like one real storyline you really like, mm-hmm. and the other ones are all just sort of converging to that storyline. But they still give them fucking forty, you know, thirty minutes of screen time in some of these episodes. And I'm like, I don't care about this storyline. I know where this is going. I know you're gonna eventually. We're all gonna end up in the same spot. Get me back to the Kate Bush storyline. Okay, that's the storyline we all like. Let's keep going there. And you take us, to, you know, and it's just like, mm. and then it kind of pays off in the final episode but all you could think back is wow this could have been you know nine hour long episodes or seven you could have cut two whole episodes out entirely um i don't know and and like literally one the uh the hopper storyline in russia uh, the whole show could have just done without we we didn't need that entire it had nothing to do with the rest of the show um so just you could have just got rid of it as much as i liked seeing him being in russia because it reminded me of black widow um the whole storyline didn't need to be in the entire show but by by the end of that episode it, it was like okay whatever i, I forgive the show the, the first four episodes were good enough and the last episode was good that you know that's that's five over the nine were really good so whatever whatever but it was it was a, especially when we've been banking boy the boys episodes and i'm just like i can't wait for those shows to i cannot wait for the next episode to come out and when it's over i'm like what the fuck that was a 55 minute episode that felt like it was 30 minutes and then you're going to a stranger things episode and it's like because you know each storyline that's running in the episode 
episode will have its own end within the episode. And you're like, well, that's got to be the end of the episode. And you're waiting for the credits. And it's like, no, we're going to storyline C. And we're going to wrap that one, that little chapter up in this episode. You're like, oh, shit. They got to wrap up every single storyline within every single episode, right? To give it its own little mini conclusion to pick up in the next episode. So the the, the episodes just keep ending and ending and ending. And they just don't ever end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's just a very stark contrast to the, the pacing of the two television shows. So Well, I, that's how you guys have been wearing me down because I refused to buy the boys when it was coming out because it came out from dynamite and it was like four bucks a pop and i wasn't willing to go four dollars for a single comic book and i just kept you know deferring deferring on that book for years now but they'd offered the omnibus and it's like well i want to read the comics before i watch the show and everybody keeps telling me how great the show is and especially now this marvel anui is set in i I, i'll I'll read on twitter where it's like every episode of season three of the boys is better than the the latest marvel movie and it's like i I, kind of want to jump on that shit dude I'm just going to tell you this and I don't want you to to, I'm not trying to bait you into watching the show I don't know if there's a show on TV that is anti-MAGA Trump as the boys it is so and that's one of the things they were talking about too people somehow managed to miss that for the first two and a half seasons and it wasn't until they got even more explicit this season that people finally started waking up it's like oh wait you're making fun of us yeah (laughs) I heard heard the boys like Reddit uh, page like was basically set on fire with all these people who were rebelling because this whole time they thought that like Olander was the fucking good guy. I'm like, how do you think he's the fucking good guy? He's a god. He's a fucking rapist. Like, what are you talking? And then this one, they were just like, okay, this this is our in utero. We like, we're going to go over the top and show you how you didn't get it before. You're gonna get it now. Uh, I, I mean, it's we're, we're gonna shake off the Jock Bros with this one. It's insane, dude. It's insane. The, the shows, it's perfectly cast. The effects are great. The costumes are fantastic. Uh, it, the storylines are extremely relevant to what's going on on planet Earth right now. Uh, it's it's just it's like our it's our favorite show I could, when episode 8 ended we were like there's gotta be tell us there's a ninth episode in the season it's like no it's just 8 again and it's like this fucking sucks I gotta <laughs> wait another year for the show to come back out uh, It's and then what do we have left on the docket Obi-Wan Kenobi it's like I don't wanna watch that <laughs> shit we're not gonna fucking watch that so we were trying to find random documentaries on Netflix tonight we're just we're well, shit to watch pa- paper, Boy, pa- paper Girls is coming up and uh, that, that was a great comic so I'm looking forward to watching the show and it, that's, I think it's Hulu okay okay we so, got yeah, that pa- Paper Girls will be out for it in the month and I'm, I'm sure I'll be one of the only ones who decided for this but Resident Evil starts at the end of the week okay I think we've got some trashy reality dating shows that are starting back up soon so maybe we'll maybe we'll mix in some uh, uh, maybe we'll mix in some Resident Evil or something mm-hmm. but yeah anyway um, okay sorry we hadn't talked about Stranger Things since like season one on this <laughs> podcast so, and not that you have to have any of that in there uh, okay so let's do the permanent Marvelite Maximus followers Hamid Nemati side by side podcast what do you mean you've never seen podcast yeah. podcast uh, Keepers of the Favorites Flame Billets by Vinyl, Dear Watchers, a Comics Omniverse Podcast, Do Blue, Doc Strange, Gregory Litchfield, Hel- pardon me, Hello Berlin, Jason Snick Venable, Jeffrey Brown, They, Them, uh, John is Reading Dragonlance All Summer, Kenny Crayley Jr., MB, Mike at Rihanna Mike, Mike at Send Aliens to Me, MM Beats, Montana Malone, Moose the Hobo with High Kick Matson, My Comic Book Collection 70s to 90s, Nick Spence, PP93, Salacious Rum, Scott X, Shanna Banana, Siskoid, Sox Fan 2021, Too Dangerous, and Vilian Mendonca. 
Retweet frantic ones between the pages blog. C.H. Lawrence, talk nerdy to me. Among the enough sayers was pretty much just Keith G. Baker saying, thank you for featuring Nickelback throughout the show. They're freaking boss. And then Mac over here responded with Kirk screaming, come And then Keith came back with Mr. Roark from Fantasy Island, just basically shrugging him off. And then finally, Cal Benning added Dwight Schrute saying, let's put it this way. No. I enjoyed that GIF exchange because he pulled out a Ricardo Montalbaum GIF to reply with. Excellent job. The expanded Ricardo Montalban universe, mind. <laughs> the Ricardo Montalban uh, Corinthian cinematic universe. Uh, all right. The Merry Marvel Marching Society, 21st Century Boys, and Anthony, Cut the Shit Tony, Billy Hines, Chris Leidenberg, Ashton, who added, thank you, RSP, Ed Moore, Eugene R. Hendricks, The Hammer Strikes, History of Comics on Film, Palmar D. Oliveira, Hulking, Iowa's Joe Is, Keith G. Baker, King Size Comics, Giant Size Fun Podcast, Mario DC, Marvel Universe Online Project, Mike Davenport, The Nerd Stylistic, Nerd Nerdstalgic Podcast, Randy Caldwell, Resurrections, and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast, Richard Field, Sean McLaughlin, Superbound, Thunderbolt Max, Tim Price the Podcrasher, and Weird Warriors Podcast. I can't be the only one who always wants to say Mario DC likes to keep it clean. Oh, Beastie Boys drop. <laughs> drop. I always approve. Drop. Oh, see, I, I missed that. I had my own opportunity and I fucked it up. The Marvel Superheroes Podcast is in no way affiliated with or endorsed by Marvel Entertainment. All characters mentioned in audio clips employed are believed covered under fair use, with no infringement intended against their copyright holders. The views expressed in this podcast are assumed legitimate, truthful, and solely possessed by the speaker. Another thing that we can bring up real quick that has – do not put this in the podcast. You don't have to. But I, I, there's like this weird made-up narrative that people didn't like Thor because it was too gay. Mm. Have you seen this? I, I don't know. What, I Not only have I not seen anybody say – well, they talk about how Korg on Korg's planet – this is the only gay thing in the whole movie. Yeah. Okay. Korg says on his planet it, they're all male. So his two dads, they go into like a cave and they hold hands for like six months and then a baby's born. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the movie, he talks about how he wants to go – how he meets a guy and they go down. That's the only – dude, we're talking – combined this yeah. is 15 seconds worth of dialogue in the whole right. movie I, I i don't see anybody so now i see people saying it oh i hope they make the next one even gayer so all you people can re-. no i don't think that's why people are not liking the movie right. <laughs> like i'm not seeing that as the oh well let's be honest though there, it's definitely a reason for some people to not like the movie and there's definitely an no, no, agenda to enhance that no right? there is no gay in the there is no gay no no i'm movie. saying there are people who have zero tolerance and or or they hate marvel in general and they'll they'll fucking attack it on any grounds even that grounds i thought that all got started because at one point Taika said that, uh, that Thor was so gay, you know, like as a as a, a, a derogatory, as kind of a, a, a jokey derogatory, and then people started uh, getting pissed off at him because he used gay as a derogatory. You know, you can't do that, blah blah blah. So I, 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 that's what I had heard about that. I haven't heard in that shit. I, I, all I see is people is like defending the movie. I don't see anybody actually attack. Like this isn't like Lightyear where I saw people actively saying, "Get all the queers off the." Di-. Like you know, it was like nonstop. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, we took. 
kids to go see Lightyear. It was perfectly fine. The 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 same gender kiss scene. They're both at that point in like their seventies, so it's just two old ladies giving each other like a kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Like it is so. It was so fucking. Bl- it was so little. They probably shouldn't have put it in the movie at all because it was. It's not worth the fuck. It's not like you made the the main character gay and he and his boyfriend are going on. Like it, you didn't go that far. This was you went so little into it that it wasn't worth you putting it in the movie because you basically bombed the box office because you made this decision. Um, it seems like a I lot heard. of people were pissed off about the Tim Allen recasting too. Like I, I think yeah, they made that like a big point of that. It's like, oh, what are you doing? You're 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 canceling the conservative actors and blah blah blah. And there's like yeah, except except I saw an interview with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's like, I'm the toy. This is the movie the toy's based off of. So Chris Hemsworth or, or Chris <laughs> Evans is the guy, and I'm the toy. Mm-hmm. Like e- even he was like, he goes, I do the voice of the toy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was just like, okay, so if, if Tim Allen gets it, and it's because it's just made up. They had to come up with as many things as possible to shit on the movie because there's gay people in it. I get that. I don't. I'm saying I don't see any of that with Thor. I only the only uh, context I see is people defending it for being gay mm-hmm. against nobody. I don't see anybody attacking it for that. It's like the weirdest talking point. It's, it reminds me of the Miss Marvel thing where it's like, hey, Miss Marvel's kind of boring and it sucks. I don't care about the character. You fucking misogynist. It's like, no, no, no. I didn't say I didn't like her because she's Indian or because she's a woman. Like, no, nobody's saying that. Just, wait, are you watching like, that? I don't know. It's weird shit, huh? Miss Marvel, are you watching that? No, no, no. yeah. Does that, that uh, look I, very appealing, right? No, it it, it looks uh, like WB thirty nine. Uh, right. Or, very or a Nickelodeon. Yeah. Looks like a Nickelodeon show with a little girl who's a superhero. I, it's, I'm just not interested in it. Well, that, and also, like, they fucked up her powers and they changed her origin and somehow it ties into fucking clandestine. It's like, why don't you just keep the Inhuman stuff? You know, you've you brought back Black Bolt already in Doctor Strange. Why can't you fucking keep her Inhuman's connections and not piss people piss off the fans? The whole thing with Marvel is that they kept the shit that people were nitpicky about and didn't piss them off by making changes that were arbitrary. And now they're doing the fucking DC shit and then they're wondering why they're getting DC responses to that shit like you don't you don't fuck with a character's powers you know it's just like uh, uh, I've, I've already told, told you my misgivings about uh, 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 um, Anthony Mackie and, and having Sam Wilson be Captain America and like I said I'm going to go see the movies because they're going to have Captain America villains and Captain America story arcs and shit um, but there's still something that takes me out of it when Captain America is flying with wings on it's like but that's not a cap thing and mm-hmm. I, it, it's got nothing to do with any of the other stuff it's just that why is Captain America flying? It's like Captain doesn't fly. So it's like, you know, it's like if suddenly Iron Man didn't fly and you're like, why isn't Iron Man flying? That's kind of one of his things. You know, it's just, it fucks with like, he's running places now. Why? He's back to the roller skates. It's like, what? It just, it's part of what you like about a character is what they do, how they do the thing that they do, that the particular dynamism they have. I get off on Cap bouncing around, doing the acrobatics and, you know, go, you know, bouncing off of walls and shit, throwing the <clears throat> shield. And then when I see Sam, it's like, why does he even have the shield why would you you know he's got the wings so do shit with the wings why are you running around with a shield taking up one of your arms it's just the, the, the logistics of it just like take me out of it because like that's not what does Kat that fuck does. up your aerodynamics yeah how do you fly with a shield in your hand that's yeah you're off balance you know it's, it's just a basic thing so I, I i don't you know whatever i, I it, it's, it's got nothing to do with progress or racism or anything else just like cap doesn't fly so what you know that's if that's your cap great that's your cap that I'll be a Steve Rogers fan, but I'll probably still support the Cap movies because at least they're still dealing with Cap shit and I'm into Cap shit. Yeah, and, and they just, uh, the, the one thing I actually think everybody agrees on is this Phase 4 Marvel shit is just completely rudderless and they don't mm-hmm. have a clue what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, and I, I think Feige even comes, don't worry, it's all building up to something and it's just like, well, remember how you build up stuff before where you would like tease a common foe or, remember, mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember what how you actually like tease everything coming together? That's like absolutely nothing like what you 
you're doing now. This shit is uh, like Black Widow's wrapping up storylines and like there is no like what is No Way Home building up to? Mm-hmm. It's, not bu- it's not fucking building up to anything. What did Multiverse of Madness? Multiverse of Madness built up to like maybe another Doctor Strange movie, I guess. Maybe the, the Klee uh, or Clea. We yeah, still yeah, know. yeah. Well, maybe they, they, she, she mentions the incursions, so I'm assuming that that's going to take Doctor Strange into Secret Wars or whatever else they're going to do with that. <clears throat> okay. But it's just like there's no genuine enthusiasm because one of the things that got people so excited after Avengers was we know Thanos. We love Thanos and we're really wanting to see what's going to happen when the Infinity Gauntlet finally happens, you know? Where I I still assume they're doing Secret Wars, but they're doing Secret Wars as though we're Crisis on Infinite Earths like they did the one from a few years ago. And like what people loved about Secret Wars, and hopefully they're going to do this still, is you've got the X-Men and you've got the Avengers and you've got the, the Masters of Evil, essentially, and, and like all the big villains. And they're all on one planet. They're having to fight each other and shit. Um, so you'll you'll maybe get there if they actually gate the action from the old X-Men movies and they, you know, they play up the fact that they've got these different franchises that are all coming together again. But because that's not being built up anywhere besides um, a multiverse of madness, plus the the joke that they keep making, is, and they, they even did it for the Honest Trailers, is that it's a multiverse of madness where they only go to like a couple of universes and, you know, we, they go to a universe where they have red lights instead of green lights, you know, who gives a shit? Where you've got everything everywhere all at once that's a true multiverse movie and it's like your whole phase four is about the multiverse and this little indie movie is doing a better job of multiverse shit than you guys are doing with all your millions and billions of dollars so yeah it's it's definitely a fucking mess right now and again we got excited for thor and cap and iron man and <clears throat> people just aren't getting as excited for this other shit i mean yeah there's there's what like six of these phase four movies already and i, I don't there's fucking nothing going on mm-hmm. and i think I, i'm pretty sure we're i'm at least i am on record at some point in our years of podcasting saying that maybe it would be better if they just made standalone superhero movies mm-hmm. and let directors do what they wanted to do and i'm sure yeah. that was probably after ragnarok where yeah. we're like oh you bring in taika Waititi, let him go fucking crazy um except they've kind of been doing that now and all these movies suck yeah. so they don't suck they're yeah, just they're, like they're, you're, really you're just excited, mediocre like, yeah really really mediocre exactly it's like i don't i'm not i don't i there's none of these movies that have come out that i have any great desire to watch over again i'm glad strange and i'll watch Doctor strange again because again that was a much better doctor strange movie than the first one that actually did doctor strange shit um so i appreciate that and again it's raimi so definitely one of them not the best of the phase but um not a single one of them is iron man not a single one of them is iron man 2 you know yeah well and unfortunately i saw black widow was trending so i just clicked it which i should oh yeah i forget that's phase four because that really doesn't feel like phase four it feels like a a coda to phase three so i that i forgot about black widow i do like that one too so so whenever you whenever i clicked the hashtag it was rank the phase four movies and i'm like oh fuck i shouldn't have clicked this and i started scrolling through and dude it is black shang chi was his is the best or no way home is the best and black widow multiverse of madness and and eternals were would cycle at the third at the worst yeah and i'm just like god damn other than eternals like we are on opposite ends of spectrum like Mm. i've seen black widow five times i think already like maybe six times what is what the fuck is their problem with black widow seriously i don't is it just that she was dead they didn't care anymore i don't understand is it because they're pissed off at scar joe for racial appropriation or some shit i I don't it's a fun fucking movie it it, you it gave us Yelena. We all we all love Yelena. What the fuck's the problem? I don't understand these it's people. The weirdest fucking hit job on that movie. I I just I don't get it. Um, is it not, just I'm the not fucking? Saying, I'm not saying it's perfect. You think it's, I'm not saying it's perfect. It can't just be the misogynists because I've seen people on the other side of the spectrum who hate on it. It's like what do you hate? It's it's really fun. It's a good movie. What the fuck's your problem? I saw I saw one where it was like, oh, you mean where they were joking about her hysterectomy? You think that like the worst fucking movie ever? And I'm like, oh my god, okay. Move. I was like moving on, but mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, I I just I don't I don't get it, dude. Uh, and like Shang Chi was like like the most mediocre of movies I've ever seen. It's just completely meh. It's just like, meh. It, 
it's seriously, it's one of those early 2000s Jackie Chan cash grabs. It's a fucking tuxedo. <clears throat> yeah, but, but, and, but and like you said, I can't I was just glad stand that guy didn't now. Have, it, it was literally like Shang-Chi brought back practical fight scenes and got rid of all the CGI. And I'm like, did we watch the same movie? <laughs> well, not just that. They, they're not even good fights. Those are shit fights. Yeah, I've said it before. The the one between Cumberbatch and Chihuahua Edgefor in fucking Multiverse of Madness, where, where they have the fucking bracelets on so they don't have any powers and have actually fight. It's a fucking fantastic fight scene between two magicians. But it's a great, uh, extremely well choreographed fight scene. But uh, yeah, it doesn't get any credit. People hate, people hate that movie. They hate Multiverse of Madness. And, I, and I, that one, I still don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't actually see it verbalized why. It's just that people hate it. And I, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. But eh, whatever. Whatever, man. All I know is that Thor Love and Thunder is already almost at Dark World Rotten Tomatoes. Already. <laughs> I don't think it's going to tick up at any point. So mm-hmm. anyway, Not that Rotten Tomatoes. Who gives a fucking shit? Right. right. Well, it's just like uh, they were given some movie recently. Oh, hey, we watched X. And X was fucking horrible. It was so fucking. I mean, no, it wasn't horrible. It was just completely and utterly lame. You know, it, it's 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 lousy as softcore. And it's lousy as horror. And it's completely predictable. Almost everything about the movie was in the trailer. It was just a complete waste of time. And yet it was highly rated because I guess it's elevated horror. So mm. yeah, so uh, yeah, you're right. Rotten, it's just like you know, for the, the they were so hard on the early Marvel movies, and now all the reviewers are like super fucking easy pushovers with all the Marvel movies right now, uh, and giving them way more credit than they deserve. Even though, like you say, they're all super mediocre. I, 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 I there aren't enough professional film critics anymore. It's all a bunch of fanboys, and it just seems like they coast on vibes and, and like whatever the social media winds are blowing. You know, I don't, I don't. I don't understand what the fuck's going on anymore in this world. I mean, I don't know, dude. The the, the Thor that's that's the the critic score is is in the mid sixty, it makes the high sixties. I mean, that's I mean, it seems like pretty universally where like this movie. Well, I was gonna I mean, tell you, I was gonna tell you to seems... name this uh, Thor Eleven Thor uh, Five uh, Taika Waititi jumps the goat as opposed to the shark because <laughs> there are goats in this fucking yeah. movie. Um, because and I mean, it's like not even like the people who are probably like we love Taika Waititi's vision and he's so you know charismatic and eccentric. We love that he finally took one of these boring superhero movies and did it. No, it's just across the board. Like, what the fuck was this shit? Like, yeah. you know, I mean, nearly- every every review I've read, whether it's been Twitter or or mainstream, has been it's a funny, fun movie that's a, a fucking complete mess and doesn't amount to a lot and basically undermines itself because it's so so concerned about making you laugh constantly that it can't lean into the pathos that's inherent in the material. Uh, he, he, he just aban- he abandons the, his storyline. Yeah. Just completely. Abandons- and, and given how I reacted to Ragnarok, it totally sounds like I will have the exact same reaction to this one, if not worse, with this one. So it's like, no, no, I'd, I'll watch it when it gets Disney Plus, which probably, from the sound of it, would be a few weeks out. Yeah, I mean, and like, look, luckily it's it's less than two hours. I think it's like one hour and fifty nine minutes. Luckily, uh, no, I think it's two oh five, so it's just barely over two hours. Mm, well, remember they have like sure. ten minutes of fucking credits and shit, so they're going to count that too. Well, whatever. I'm saying it's, it's well, it says one. When I type in runtime, says one fifty nine. Um, it's not. So, if it were very much longer than this, it would turn into I fucking hate this movie. Mm-hmm. It was still short enough where I'm like, oh, man, like they're chasing down Christian Bale. I'm like, this has got to be like the in battle because. The no, you're right. Over. It is 159. OK. Yeah. I, I mean, and then luckily it was. It was like, OK, that's it. The movie's over. Uh, thank God that's over. <laughs> yeah. Because it was just just really, really disappointing. Dude. Uh, uh. I definitely uh, several times I saw they said it was a feature length SNL skit. It's just a series of SNL skits run together, uh, strung together as a movie. Yeah. 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 It's like a Chris Hemsworth hosted an episode of SNL and they had him keep dressing up as Thor and we put him in these fucking weird and bring these like weird looking characters out. 
something like, hey, I'm Sif. I'm missing an arm or whatever. And it's just like, ha, 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 ha. But that's what it was. It was every single scene. I, I don't know if you got a point in the podcast where I, I say it, but it's like he made the plot to get to the skit he wanted to tell mm-hmm. as opposed to the skits happening along the plot. That's what it was. It was we got to they got to find a way to get to this place because I want to have Christ, I want to have uh, uh, Russell Crowe be kind of a slightly prissy Zeus. So we, we got to get there somehow. And, we you know, if he could use the Bifrost with Stormbreaker, well, that's not going to work. He would never go there. So we got to find a way to fucking break that. You know, it's like he, he's because he wants to have this one scene where they blow Thor's clothes off and Russell Crowe gets to act like a weird Grecian uh, like prissy god. And that's fine. But I there's just, just there's a you should do it from the other way where it happens along like a sensible plot. Like that's why I really like Multiverse of Madness is because they followed their own rules within their own universe. This movie is the opposite of that. Where by the end of it, he's just like, whatever, they're just there. But they're like, wasn't the whole first half of the movie? You have to have Bifrost. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. They got to be able to get there because that's how that, you know, all the characters have to be in one spot at the end of the movie. Okay. <laughs> so they're just there now? Yeah, they're just there. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, if you don't give a shit anymore. I don't give a shit anymore. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's really weird. And I, I unfortunately, I didn't mention the podcast either. The, uh, one of the main plot devices is Gore's daughter who dies in the beginning of the movie. That's Chris Hemsworth's daughter. Chris Hemsworth's daughter. I did not realize that. Um, I believe. Unless I misread that headline. All I know is it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway. All right, man. Yeah, I know. I think we've tapped it out. Yeah. yeah. All right. 